This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! All right, guys, here we go. Episode 111 of Morning Skate. That's 111111. It's Cat here chilling with BizDev Dale at his APT, his apartment. Dale, say what up. BizDev Dale here. Find me in the analytics section of your podcast. Attaboy. And we're here with Hal, too. Hal, how's everything going, buddy? How's your week? Wait, is that, is that, uh, is that the same thing that BizDev Dale said last week at the beginning? I don't know. Is that... Dev Dale here. Find me grinding in the corners and in the analytics section of your podcast. Is that your catchphrase, dude? Or are you just... I don't know. Do you like it? I got a new catchphrase at the Thunder game. I can't wait to tell you about it. That's what's going to be my hero of the week. But how was your week, Hal? It was all right. I mean, we did this podcast like midweek. So not much has happened in between like, between like Wednesday to Sunday. It's pretty much a whole lot of nothing, dude. So how about you? Um, yeah, pretty much the same. Not much really is going on. Uh, just grinding away towards Christmas. Had a, had a couple eggnogs the other night. Felt pretty good about it. Peppermint bark. What's your feeling on that? It's being bark. Bark is being prepared in my kitchen right now. What do you think, dude? Are you a peppermint bark guy? I'm clearly a fan, dude, if it's being produced in my household. Like, hey, Dale, peppermint bark? Um, I don't drink alcohol, but peppermint bark. <laughs> It's it's like a candy with and it has like peppermint in it. Yeah, I don't think Bizdev Dale has in his snack jars trail mix, dude. So he doesn't know what peppermint bark is. I'm a fan, dude. You know it'd be really good. I haven't had one yet, but can you imagine a peppermint bark milkshake? <laughs> I guess, dude. I'm not a huge. I'm not a big milkshake guy though. What, dude? You don't like milkshakes? I'd rather just eat ice cream. I think. How often do you drink milk, Hal? We get like a thing, a half a gallon a week. Do you have? Do, would you say that you have a glass of milk every week or no? I'd say I have milk when I have cereal. That's it. What about you, Dale? You drink milk? Yeah, I like almond milk and oat milk. <laughs> so no, he doesn't drink milk, dude. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, all right. Catch up, dude. Moving on. NHL news. Play the music. All 
All right, NHL the news, let's go. First story on the docket, one of the ones that I really couldn't wait to talk about. Joe Thornton murdered Peter Morazic. Uh, this happened during the Sharks-Hurricanes uh, game the other night. Thorne came in after the whistle, gave him a little stick to the glove. Morazic threw a phantom slash, stood up, and Thorne just popped him in the face. Um, keep in mind, Peter Morazic is a goaltender with thousands of dollars worth of protective equipment on himself. Fell to the ice and acted like he died. Uh, and your your fun-loving Carolina Hurricanes did absolutely nothing about it. They ended up winning the game, so I'm sure that's what the fans said. Oh, we, we beat him where it really mattered. I don't think so, dude. I think that makes your team look very soft. I couldn't believe the fact that there was a hockey team that let their goalie get punched in the face and nothing was done about it. Hal, what do you have on this? I know you're a Joe Thorne guy. This makes me like him even more. We talked about him earlier this week with the Tom Wilson incident. Is Joe Thorne the coolest guy in the NHL? Yeah. Well, I mean, at, I mean, at what point, like, as a goaltender, do you think you can just swing your stick like a tomahawk and get away with it? Like, like that's like you never really like want to fight a goaltender as a hockey player. But like, if you're Joe Thornton, when a guy, when a goalie swings your his stick at you like that, I mean, at that point, it's kind of like, all right, I have to at least like push the guy, which is what he did. He threw him a jab. He went down. The only couple of things they have on it. One, Peter Morazic has way too much black on his pads. I don't know if you agree with that, but I think if a goalie's pads are too black, it looks like street hockey gear. I hate when goalies wear black pads. Like you remember Jonas Hiller, Mm-hmm. He just wear black pads and he sucked. So I just I have like if you're going to have black pads, you're just not good. Yeah, I agree on that. Um, the other thing I was gonna say too, it was kind of funny. I don't know if you noticed this, Jake Gardner. Like he was the one guy that probably had a clear chance actually going after Joe Thorne. And what he did instead is he basically like held himself back behind Hayden Flurry, who was like like in a scrum with another guy. So he basically blocked himself out by running directly into one of his teammates and pushing Joe Thorne from behind him. So, I mean, that's a tough look. Cause at the end of the day, even if your goalie started it, you have to like give some response. Yeah. Jordan Martinuk kind of wheeled in there and went low and tried to get up. I kind of respect that. He's not that big of a dude. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to the Carolina hurricanes, like feed, like the call on what happened? Cause no. their, their announcer was convinced that like Joe Thorne, like like sucker punched this guy in the throat and it was like premeditated and that Peter Morazic's definitely hurt and he wouldn't be lying on the ice like that. And that he questioned if he had to go to concussion protocol. Yeah. I mean, that's tough, dude. I didn't, I didn't hear that at all. I mean, I, I keep playing it over and over as we talk about it. Morazic really did milk it for all it was worth. Like Morazic looks like when I like injure myself in the shower or something like that. And I just kind of lay there and let the water take it over for like five to 10 minutes. It just looked like, I don't know. It looked like he had given up on life. So definitely a tough look for that announcer, too. Yeah, and then the next day at practice, they made an outline of, of Peter Morazic next to the net, like Law & Order SVU. I think they were trying to have fun with it. Question for you, in terms of, like, hockey team family hierarchy, I would consider, like, the goalies the guy that you don't ever touch. Like, I would consider them kind of the grandfather in the team. Like, if your grandpa gets punched in the face, like, no matter what, you're supposed to be over there, like, jumping in. I can't imagine if my grandfather ever got punched in the face and I went outside and spray painted into a snowbank of like the outline of his body. Like, like, like that's a tough look, right? Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it, dude. Super. That's super rude, right? If you're Morazic and you get on the ice for practice the next day, you're just like, Jesus, like this is my team. Yeah. I mean, they're just having so much fun, dude. That's they're They're the NHL's fun team. Uh, Dale analytics wise. How many how many goalies have ever gotten punched in the face like that before? 
Zero. That bad. Okay. All right. There it is. Dale's one for one today. He's actually currently Googling how many goalies have been punched in the face like Peter Mrazek. Let us know what the result is. What's next, dude? Uh, Vancouver Canucks wore their V jerseys. Um, I always thought these jerseys were kind of a myth, like growing up playing NHL video games. You can kind of always choose these jerseys, and I'm like, there's no way these were ever worn. Just kidding, dude. They were worn. They wore them last night. They won in overtime on an absolute bomb from JT Miller. Did you see this one-timer that popped the water bottle? Yeah, you said it was like hockey porn or something similar? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was like – it was – Dude, it was incredible. It was like an Adriana Chechnik one-timer. It was great to see just water everywhere. Uh, I wanted to just jump into this really quick. When the Rangers traded JT Miller, there was a lot of talk. It was between Miller, Cried, or whatever. Miller ended up going to Tampa where he kind of like, he didn't really put up that many points. He was kind of a role player, third liner. This year in 30 games played, he has 13 goals, 18 assists for 31 points. JT Miller seems like he's kind of caught fire and found his way on Vancouver what do you have on this? Like, JT Miller, to me, was always, like, super inconsistent, but, like, he would never, like, bitch out. Like, he would always play, like, a hard game. What What do you have on JT Miller's game, dude? Yeah, I think I've I think I've always had the same stance on this. Like, when they were Rangers, I always said I would take JT Miller over Chris Kreider. I don't know if there was another name in there, too. There was, like, three of them. Maybe it was just Kreider and JT Miller, but people really I, – I don't know. If you look at, like, the arc of both of their careers, and this might sound really messed up, too – Who's to say if the Rangers trade Chris Kreider that he doesn't actually, like, start trying and becomes a good hockey player? Because, like, I, and I'm not, like, blaming the Rangers for anything, but sometimes that's just, just, like, the way she goes. You know what I mean? Guys suck for you, and then they light you up, and you're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Good for JT Miller. The only other thing I wanted to go back on was with the jerseys, and I don't know if you agree with this. I like vintage jerseys. I think those are cool jerseys. I just think it's a lot harder – it doesn't look as cool if your team, like your organization, changed colors over the years. Because when I, when you looked at all of the highlights, like they were wearing their yellow jerseys and everyone in the stands was wearing their blue jerseys. Like to me, that just like looks a little weird. Like I think if you're going to do something like that, then you should give away like yellow T-shirts for the whole crowd. Like really go all in. Dude, I mean, that's a really, really good point. I, I've been I've wanted Buffalo to wear those black and red ones for forever. But you're mm. right, dude. Can you imagine them wearing that and then they're just a sea of like blue and yellow? The I only think- thing. I'll go on. I was going to say, at a, I think with Buffalo, though, for some reason, I feel like a lot of people from Buffalo still have those jerseys. Do you know what I mean? Oh, they have to. I mean, that was one of the first jerseys I ever got. I was a huge Dominic Koscik fan growing up, so I was about that. One other thing about these jerseys, I think the vintage jerseys are cool. The only thing that I kind of have a problem with is they don't look that vintage with the cool Adidas look, dude. Like, I feel like you almost have to get a special edition like Coho or like CCM like those heavy, heavy jerseys to really pull off that look because they almost look like too too icy, you know what I mean? Cooper. Yeah, I kind of do, yeah. And it's kind of, you would think that Adidas would be able to switch up like their sweater style, but maybe they're just not willing to do that. Yeah, could be. Uh, next on the docket, the Calgary Flames are now 4-0 under coach Jeff Ward. Bill Peters is out. We, we haven't really talked much about that. Uh, since then, Milan Lucic has two goals. People in Western Canada are going crazy. Are the Calgary Flames, are they going to make a run now? Like, what do we have on the Flames? Uh, it wasn't that long ago. I think it was a week ago that they were talking. I, they weren't talking, but people on Twitter were talking about maybe Johnny Gaudreau getting moves. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it's a positive. I don't know. I don't know what this team thought of Bill Peters. I really haven't, like, followed that situation that much. But they're playing better hockey. Um it's crazy to me that Zach Ronaldo and Milan Lucic are on the same NHL team in the year 
2019. Um, yeah, I I picked the Calgary Flames. I said if I didn't pick the San Jose Sharks, they were going to be my favorite to win the Cup. I, I think they still have interesting role players, and they have one of the best first lines in hockey, and Giordano's a good D-man. So I think it comes down to goaltending and just, like, will to play. I feel like they have all the pieces to be a successful team in the playoffs, right? Like, even if you look at guys like Sam Bennett, like, they're willing to mix it up. Yep. St. Louis Blues kind of showed that you have to play gritty to win, and I think this team has a good combination of that. Um, so, yeah, I like them moving forward. I don't know where they're at in the standings, which might be something else BizDev could help us out with. Um, but overall, I'd be I'd be pleased if I was a Flames fan. Yeah, and, and you brought up Zach Ronaldo. He's the next one. He uh, he kind of got in a tilt with uh, Kyle Clifford. He threw a hit at a Los Angeles Kings defenseman. I don't really know his name. I know his name, just don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm not going to say it. But Ronaldo was interviewed after, and he said, uh, he asked me to go, and I said, Cliffy, they're shoveling the ice. We can't go right now. He said, no, we have to go. We have to go. I'm like, I don't think we can go right now. They're in a TV timeout. And he said, no, we're going. I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. Zach Ronaldo still bringing the heat. Um, I'm not, I don't, the only time I've ever seen players go at it while the shovelers and the ice girls are on the ice is back when Sean Avery hit Tim Thomas, Rangers-Bruins game. Do you remember that one? And kind of all hell broke loose? Yeah, on the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's like that's kind of one of the coolest things ever. It's not the coolest thing ever, but like, you know when you can tell a scrum or a fight's going to break out and NBC just goes to break anyway? And it's yeah. like, fuck that. I hate that. But when you come back from break and they're like, oh, like... like it's still the, going. Like, we, just and and we just had two and a half minutes of like Honda... Hockey yeah. commercials, and now, like, you, you see Sean Avery going toe-to-toe with Sean Thornton. Yeah, I think it's actually kind of funny. Like, you don't see it live, which sucks, but they usually always show a replay of that if you miss the entire thing. So, I don't know. I think it's I think it's kind of cool. Like, I, I thought it was funny, too. Like, Zach Ronaldo was totally, like, hamming it up, like, being like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, like just classic Zach Ronaldo. So, I the only thing I have on this, really, is that the refs shouldn't have gotten in there like that. I like that. I think because, I think we have a – oh, I keep going. Well, I was just going to say because, too, like that's Kyle Clifford's chance to try to like stand up for his teammate and just got blown away because the refs like grabbed him. You know what I mean? I thought it was kind of cool how they went all the way down to the other end of the ice. Yeah. Yeah, that's another good point, right? It's almost like – and plus, like, no one's on the ice, so it's like pure center stage. Like, you're picking your own zone. Like, great move all the way around. I wonder what's going through the mind of the people shoveling the ice when they look over and Kyle Clifford and Zach Ronaldo are like, okay, we're going to go now. I'd probably get off the ice. I'd probably be like, this is enough for me. I'm just going to let them fight and I'm going to go back. Right? I, I'd probably stand around it like like I was on the team. Like, you know, when people get into fights, they always have, like, the guys who just stand, like, kind of, like, 10 feet away. And they're like, okay, this is pretty cool. Can you imagine if somebody with a shovel, like, a couple of them are like, oh, yeah, this is fucking sick. They started, like, banging their shovels after the fight on the ice. Right. All right. I think you got an update from Dale. Calgary Flames stats and Zach Ronaldo. Yep. So, the Calgary Flames are sitting in fifth place in the Pacific Division. Um, I really think Zach Ronaldo needs to pick it up. He's got currently only 19 penalty minutes. But when he was with our Adirondack Phantoms in the 2010 season, he racked up a total of 331 penalty minutes. So my take on it is in order for Calgary to move up in the standings, get that hard-hitting uh, mentality back, and get Zach Ronaldo's pims up. Dude, he sounds so much better when he's prepared, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I agree. Awesome. Thank you. That was, that was good, Dale. Yeah, I'm better. All right. From one Kachuk team to another Kachuk team, Brady Kachuk was fined $2,486.56. 
He went up to Scott Long with 25 seconds remaining in a one-goal game. Uh, I threw a cross-check, jumped on top of him, started going at it. They were jawing back and forth. Uh, Jacob Voracek, I think, I don't know if we talked about him last week, but him on spin checklist, he just sounds like the fucking man. Like, he listens to ACDC, controls a locker room. If people have a problem with him, he's like, yeah, you guys need to play in, like, 800 more games before you can talk to me. Uh, I love the Kachuk brothers. What did you have on Brady Kachuk going after Lawton in a one-goal game with 25 seconds left? Yeah, so I'm not as sold as as the Kachuk brothers as you are. This is uh, this is the meat and potato Kachuk. Yeah, so I mean, I think he played. I don't know. I I think he played that position right. Like Lawton really taunted their bench like hard, and like I thought the best part of all of it was the way Kachuk handled it too. It's like he didn't just like when Lawton went to the ice, he was like rubbing his face in the snow. Do you know what I mean? Like really like kind of emasculating him from the his in front of the Senators bench. Like this guy just taunted us, and now I'm giving him a wet willy on the ice. So. I was a big fan of the move. Uh, kind of a tough look for Law, and I think they still won. But like, at the same time, this kind of goes right back last year when Marshawn fought uh, Eller in the first game of the season. He made his face bloody after Eller like taunted their bench. Do you remember how pissed off people were about that? Yeah, but no one really seems to be attacking attacking the Kachuk brother in the same way. Do you know what I mean? Same exact scenario. Brothers don't lick people, dude. That would be the response. I don't agree with it, but that would be the response. Fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. Does uh, Dale have something on this? Uh, he, he's, uh, he's gotten the old calculator out. I'm wondering what's going on here, Dale. Uh, you look a little rattled. I think you got to use the calculator for it to work. <laughs> so, uh, Brady Kachuk was fined $2,486 from this. I'm calculating how much that would be if you were to make a $50,000 salary. Okay. All right. So while, while you calculate, uh, this is, this is a good time to remind you guys, check out the morning skate store. We have great winter hats. We got sweatshirts. We're going to talk about it a little bit later in the three stars, but we don't really talk about it a lot. If you guys listen to the podcast, follow our blog, Twitter, start sporting our merch, dude. It's actually some pretty cool stuff. What I've been doing is sending it out to people to model it, and the more I look at it, I really haven't sent to any dudes. They've, they've really only kind of been good-looking girls, so that one's on me. Maybe I can change that up to like start sending some, some merch to some dudes. So uh, if you guys are interested, slide in the DMs. Let us know if you want to start sporting our stuff, right, Hal? Hell yeah, dude. That, I mean, you kind of just tossed that right in there. I didn't know where you were going with for a second, but you Ked's got to eat, dude. Ked's got to eat, dude. Uh, I'm going to see if I can beat Dale in this because he's, he's still working. Uh, so it's the equivalent of $24.86. Attaway, Dale. Attaboy. $24.86. That's all that, that fine took. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk about that Colorado Avalanche. Buddy, they beat your Bruins. They become the first team to defeat the Bruins on uh, at home in regulation this season. Final score four to one. I think they beat them twice this year. I think they account for two of the Bruins' losses. Uh, what are, what are the Abs bringing to the table against the Bruins that other people don't bring? I'm sure you've watched both of the games. I don't know. I mean, last night the Bruins didn't play that well. Uh, the Bruins' fourth line usually plays against the Abs' first line with McKinnon, so it's Corrales' line versus McKinnon. They do usually do a pretty good job. It was just. They took away the first line, but other than that, they just Colorado plays with such fast pace. Sometimes, if your team's like slower, uh, they can get caught up in it if they try to play the same style game. And I think that's what happened last night. Um, Marshan, by the way, Marshan landed a super clean hit on Gerard, or uh, Makar, and Makar went out. I don't know what they said after that, but he left the game after a Marshan hit. Kind of nice seeing it wasn't dirty, so then like people couldn't get that upset. But I'm can I I'm just gonna transition really quick. Because this is a good point for my Bruins talk of the week. I'm going to make this super short. 
One, Ked's a fucking jinx. Uh, I had been staying so even keel about the Bruins all season long. This past week on the podcast, Ked put in a stat pumping the Bruins' tires. I got all excited, and then they lost two in a row. So basically, the season was going great, and then Ked decided to talk about it, and here we are. Number two, uh, Steve Canford just got waived. Uh, We're finally getting healthy. He's back down to the AHL, but everyone knows he'll be back for the playoffs. So, (laughs) Steve Camper. Steve fucking Camper. And switching gears, kind of on a related topic with the Colorado Avalanche, Chris Johnson said on Sunday, headlines, uh, that the Colorado Avalanche appear to be the favorites to acquire Devils' Taylor Hall. Um, you recently told me that the New Jersey Devils extended Taylor Hall. I said, I think you got duped, dude. You checked. You did get duped. I'm not calling you out for this. I'm calling out the people that make those fake Twitter accounts. I fucking hate them people. Like, I think we've talked about it all, like, multiple times. But if you're creating a fake profile and doing shit like that, there's a special place in hell for you. Yeah, I would say, too um i'm just happy i'm a a hero of the week goes to me because i'm just happy uh i'm lazy because i saw that fake tweet come across my timeline i was like oh like i'll switch over to the morning skate and retweet it and i was just like yeah that's all right so my laziness actually paid off in the end oh boy i respect that um moving on to defensemen because we love talking stay home defense oh really quick dude i don't think two things we didn't talk about that at all (laughs) one i um I don't want to pump our tires at all because we usually get 95% of the stuff we predict on this podcast wrong, but we got one right, so I'm going to bring this up. Jonas Donskoy has 12 goals, 13 assists for 25 points this year, third third best on the avalanche. He is a player. Um, I don't really understand what happened with San Jose last year where he's getting scratched and stuff. He just seems like a super complete hockey player, uh, perfect like second, third liner, so kudos to us. Number two, I just don't know if Taylor Hall is what this team needs. I don't really know what the Avalanche need. Like, they have their young defensemen. Uh, they have the superstars. But I guess my whole takeaway from this is, like, if you're the Avalanche, like, you're going to be really good for a couple of years. Like, if it doesn't work out this year, like, you're going to be one of the favorites next year. Like, just kind of ride the wave. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't jump the gun on this and give up that defenseman that you guys drafted last year for Taylor, Taylor Hall because you're feeling good about yourselves. I completely agree with that. I wouldn't give up Owen Byron for him. In fact, like, if you look at the abs, could you imagine if they acquired, and there's not many of them, but like a Tom Wilson-type player? Like, you have tons of super high-end talent for your first couple lines, some good young defensemen. I would try to add, like, a player like Tom Wilson or Josh Anderson, a guy when the third line goes out there, they're going to be banging bodies. And if you can't do that, maybe, like, a veteran defenseman, not like a not an A++-plus name, but, like, a player that's been in the league for a while that can sit in as a fifth and sixth defenseman. Because, yes, these young kids are good, but they lack the experience, I think. And if you can add somebody who's been there and done that and can, like, kind of help them get through – I mean – the NHL season's highs and lows. Like, they're not going to stay on these highs the entire year. So I think that would be very beneficial for a young defense, defensive team like that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I just I just think if you're the Avalanche, don't give up prospects. Like, Because if that if that uh, prospect, that defenseman they drafted last year, if he pans out, then they have a top pair D and they have a first line. And, like, they're set. Like, McKinnon signed on a really good contract, like, I don't know. I would just stay the course. I like it. Speaking of defensemen, Montreal Canadiens captain Shea Weber blocked five shots against the Rangers, including one with his mouth. He didn't miss a shift. There was a pretty funny clip of him. He blocked a shot with his face, and he goes back to the bench and just starts screaming at everybody. Do you think this was like a wake-the-fuck-up thing, or like, I'm really pissed I just got him in the face with a puck? Yeah, I think I've... 
I think I've blocked a shot before, like in a beer league game, it goes off your ankle and then you go to the bench and you're just pissed off. Like mm-hmm. someone says something it's like, fuck off, dude. Like, I don't know. I, I have this, I guess I'm just going to kind of completely transition this topic into what I want to talk about. I just have this issue in this beer league I play for now where it, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just socially acceptable. Like it's a different community of hockey players. So it's different where I came from, but Slap I already shots. know what's happening. Slap shots, right? Slap shots from the point are, like, super common, and no one bats an eye. And, like, I always, like, make a comment, and everyone just looks at me. Like, when there's a forward in front of the net and a guy starts taking a slap shot, I'm like, I am I tell him, like, I'm leaving. Like, good luck. Like, but, like, no one no one bats an eye. Is it like that now? Is it just – does that just happen everywhere? Dude, I've, like, tweeted out and blogged about it, and people have told me that if you can't take a slap shot from the point, you shouldn't be playing. So maybe, like, we're just really soft in upstate New York. No, dude, I think it's I think it's rude. I think it's it's just crass. I don't know. Do you wear shoulder pads? No, I don't wear shoulder pads, dude. Yeah, that's you, insane you, to me as a defenseman in beer league not to wear shoulder pads. Yeah, but as a forward, you're not blocking shots. As a defenseman, I would wear, like, a ton of gear. But to Lee's point, I'm not wearing shoulder pads because I don't expect people to be doing head-high shots. Right. Not even keeping them low to the ice. I don't That's my thing. What uh, what else do you have, Ked? Ked's been on his phone a lot this podcast. We criticized BizDev Dale before the podcast talking about how, like, he needs to get his head in the game, turn the football game off. I just – I don't know what Ked's doing over there. I don't – but it seems like he, his head's in the clouds a little bit. I need him to focus. All right. I'm sorry. Instagram's getting lit up because Dale put out a <laughs> thing about whether or not I should get figure skates. Uh, last NHL topic – uh, Eric Branson and Gar- Garnet Garnet House? Uh, no, that's not right. What's Hathaway's first name? Garnet. Is it? Yeah. Wasn't there a Garnet Hathaway that was like a defenseman fighter? Garnet Exelby? Exelby, dude. That's what it was. Anyway, uh, first time they met since Branson got spit on, uh, they dropped the gloves. So it was pretty cool for Hathaway to do that. Branson did the whole nuggie while he's on the ice, wouldn't let him get up. Did you get to see the fight? Yeah, it was a good fight. I don't know. Something happened the first time where, like, either the rest got in the way or Hathaway wouldn't fight him. But they fought eventually. So, is for good Branson, like, that's all you can ask for. Like, the rest didn't step in right away. Like, you had a chance to punch the guy in the face. And you he did. I mean, good Branson won the fight. So, I think kind of a win-win for both guys' reputation. True. Um, moving on, Rangers talk. They just beat the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2. to two, And you're like, okay, we won a game. This is awesome. But then when you kind of look into the whole uh, analytics tale – of this situation, they were outshot 47 to 19. Alexander Georgiev probably had three top 10 saves just in one game. Uh, good win, still sucks, but they ended up losing the Canadians two to one. A couple things happened in that game. Uh, Brendan Smith now playing forward. Did you get to see his backhand fucking goal? No, I did not look up Smitty's backhand goal. Uh, it, it was actually like, I'm not even making it up, breakaway, pump fake, leg kick, backhand, fucking bar down. And then the Selly going to the bench, he pounded both of his biceps. Thought that was pretty cool from Smith. <laughs> the only other thing about this game, Brendan Lemieux and Max Domi continued the rivalry. They were taking a face-off. They go at it a couple times. This goes back to last year when Brendan Lemieux told Max Domi that he fucked his sister. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, what do you have on the Lemieux-Domi? I love seeing – it's pretty cool seeing guys – Kachuk, Domi, Lemieux, all these guys whose dads were, like, legit back in the day. Uh, now all these kids are in the league. What do you have on this one? Nothing. I don't have I don't have much on that, dude. I, I think it's cool. Uh, it's just weird, though, because they're both – both their dads were also kind of, sc- like, scumbags in a sense. Like, I respect both their dads, but they're both kind of considered scumbag players. So for their sons to actually be scumbags, like, like I know – 
I know that the Kachucks play with an edge and Brady, who we just talked about, is meat and potatoes. But like on like the like edginess, like out of like those three, I think if I had to rank like the edginess of the player and just like their overall vibes based on who their dad is and how they are as a player, it would go Lemieux, Domi, Kachucks. Um, I would put <sighs> Domi's guess... Domi's like one punch people. I mean, Domi has like. Yeah, but it's it, his is kind of like once every like fifty games where I think the Kachucks are kind of bringing it more night in, night out. Yeah, I know. I think for me though personally, it's just that his dad has more like like the old Kachuk definitely has street cred and he was an unbelievable player and he was hard to play against. But like I think Ty Domi out of the three dads is like the coolest dad, toughest. Oh, dad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Claude was Claude was a pretty tough customer, but he was more of a rat. Uh, yeah. Last thing on the Rangers, Vitaly Kratsov. He, uh, this kid, he left North America, went back to the KHL. Well, now he's playing in the VHL, which is his KHL's team affiliate that just came out today. Last two games, I think he's only had like three shifts. I think it's about time to kind of be concerned about our ninth overall pick, dude. Yeah, I told you this when it happened, dude. You guys had too many Russians in the farm system. Eventually, you're going to get a Russian that doesn't pan out, and you guys just found yours, maybe. Not saying it's too early to be concerned. I'm just saying too many Russians. I would agree with that. Uh, your Bruins, do you have anything else with the Bruins? That's it, dude. I brought it all up. Tough weekend. They went 0-1-1. You jinxed us, dude. That's it. Anything with the beer league roundup? I kind of brought that up, too. I don't have anything. Uh, Tomorrow night, our game's at 10.50. I feel like I'm feeling a no-call, no-show this week. But I'll probably go. I'll probably go. It's against our rival. I missed it last time. So rivalry night, I'll probably show up begrudgingly. It's just, dude, at 10.50 skate, my Tuesdays are just hell on earth. Like, four or five hours of sleep, go to work on Tuesday. It's a tough go. All right, man. And we, we didn't have a beer league game uh, this week. Dale and I are skating in the Sunday night legend skate in Saratoga tonight, so we'll let you know how that goes. What time's that at? Uh, 8.30. I don't know why that's prevalent to the podcast, but thank you. Yeah, boy. Uh, we would do Patty B Hotline, but Patty B didn't call in. I think he got a little bit cocky about uh, – you know, his last week's voicemail. So if you guys want voicemails, 518-309-2595. It's 518-309-2595. We enjoy when you guys call in. Uh, if you if you think we have your number, we're going to call you back. I promise you that's not going to happen. Worst case is you call, my phone goes off, and I pick it up when I'm at work, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Uh, that's happened a couple times. Uh, now we're going to move on to our Dominic Moore's Heroes and Zeros, brought to you by Logos Sports. Hey fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hero and zero time. Uh, my hero of the week goes to Hal, dude. Uh, we podcast this week. I thought it was going to be like pulling teeth to get you to do it again on Sunday. Three o'clock comes around. You're ready to jump on the pod. We talked about the Sheriff Memorial Tournament. That's going to be happening in Saratoga. We're going to have some news with you guys about that. It's essentially just going to be a midget tournament. For these kids to kind of get back to their parents, it's going to be an annual tournament after my dad, which is going to be sick. We got to talk about that. That's going to be late in March. Um, but I just I, I appreciate you hopping on, dude. I thought it was going to be like pulling teeth like what I said, and, and it wasn't. So I appreciate it, dude. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, dude. Um, yeah, it didn't take much for me today. I did absolutely nothing today. So I'm, I'll just take all that credit in the world. Uh, my hero, My hero of the week. Uh, it's Kyle Dubas. So Kyle Dubas, the least the GM dude, he's sticking to his guns. Um, Mr. Analytic, he's young hotshot. He just hired, so they brought the AHL coach up to the NHL. He just hired Greg Moore, uh, mm-hmm. former Ranger prospect, <clears throat> former UMaine captain, uh, world junior, I think champion or silver medalist regardless. 
they just signed him to be the AHL coach. He really likes what he did. Greg Moore only has two years as a head coach experiencing experience ever. Actually, really one. Last year was his first year of the head as a head coach, and it was the USHL. And then he only coached a couple of games this year before leaving to go to the AHL. So he has one year of coaching experience, and now he's an AHL coach. That has Kyle Dubas all over it. What do you think on that, dude? Giving a guy with that little experience a chance, I guess. And I guess too, I'll just add. Um, Based on everything I read, I guess he like did an unbelievable job with the Chicago Steel in the USHL. So people are like pumping his tires, but doesn't it seem kind of crazy? Yeah, I mean, I think if any other GM in the league did this, it would be like, oh, what's going on? But because Glass's boy Kyle Dubas is doing this, I guess it's okay to do. Yeah, I guess I just like the only reason he's my hero of the week, just because he really is like this is who Kyle Dubas is, dude. He makes these edgy choices with these like hot young names. Like I don't, for some reason, I just feel like Kyle Dubas, like if I had to sum him up, he loves like statistics and he loves like memes. You know what I mean? He's a big meme guy. So uh, that's my hero of the week. It's a good hero, dude. It's not often you give him some cred too. So I appreciate that. Uh, my zero of the week goes to office holiday parties. I got a holiday party coming up next Thursday. Skip Nick going and playing beer leagues. I'm a savage. Um, we've been talking about this in, in the text group this week. It's just that office holiday parties, man. Can we not like worse? I, I feel like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do get what you're saying. It's, it's tough. It's tough being in that mixture with people from your office. It's tough controlling yourself as an adult with beverages. I just, the one thing I'm thankful for this year is that all I got was an evite. It's so much harder when people in your office are pestering you in person to go to the holiday office party. But if you just get an evite and you decline, then it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah, I told my boss and she kind of gave me the I'm not mad. I'm just kind of disappointed thing. But I think that's that's good for me. Yeah. And you know what? At the same time, I think we should be the heroes of the week because what the office doesn't realize is they don't want us there. Like, <laughs> like they like – we're taking our, we're making the situation more positive by staying at home. Right, dude. I'm just gonna go there and be like, hey guys, what do you think about Brendan Lemieux and Max Domi? And they're gonna be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. It would be. It's a good point, dude. Um, not to be a Grinch, dude, but I just go into my hero of the week. You did holiday parties. Mine's Christmas trees. I was just telling uh, Ked and BizDev before the podcast. Uh, we went to try to buy a tree. All the trees that are already cut were. Uh, we're just not cutting it. So we went and we cut down our own tree. Ken told me it's the biggest scam in the world. Kind of agree, dude. It was just, it was just a tough go. Um, as, as the Christmas expert myself, I kind of want to dive into the whole cutting down a Christmas tree thing. I think you're a sucker if you do that. Essentially, if you cut down your own Christmas tree, that's like going to Walmart with like $300 worth of groceries and just doing the self checkout line. Like, no, man. You don't have to go. It's just for suckers, man. You're going to freeze your ass off. You're not going to get a good cut. And you're going to leave, and you're going to have to go home into your living room and start hammering branches. You're going to have to go to the Allardyce or the local hardware store and buy yourself a freaking saw. Isn't that what you had to do, Hal? Yeah, you're basically just telling them what I did, yeah. Yeah, dude, it was tough, dude. I agree. I don't know. I, I'm probably going to reconsider it for next year. It's just the quality was better, dude. That's what they want you to think, dude. <laughs> all right. All right. That's all I – I mean, BizDev, do you do you have anything? Dude? You've been pretty quiet this podcast. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, of course. Um, my hero of the week goes out to Nathan McKinnon taking the uh, – with his comments saying that he'll take a lower salary to help his teammates out. 
uh, very Tom Brady-esque of him. And I think that's uh, the leadership that's going to take to bring the Avs back to the Stanley Cup. Um, that being said, my zero of the week goes out to uh, this guy in the subway last night in New York City. Just, like, yelling at his, like, wife or girlfriend. Nobody wants that. Nobody needs that on the subway. Really unrelated, but... Um, what did you do, dude? I just stood I just stood there. It was very uncomfortable for everybody on the subway, dude. You should have said something, dude. That's like those bullying commercials they show you in elementary school, dude. If if you don't stop you're, it, you're part you're, of the problem, too, is that... It's part of the problem, dude. I guess. Um, and then, yeah, and we do have. Um, I just put up a quick story on the morning skate Instagram to see if there's any questions for the podcast. The one question we did get was from Jimmy Murray, DJ Zumi. He said, "Is Ked Finn a pass?" Bitch, I might be. All right, there we have it. All right, guys. Now we're gonna move on to our three stars of the week. All right, Jim and Mike. Thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go in Rogers' hometown hockey. All right, three stars time. I took a lot of slack for this. I don't. I doubt Hal's even looked at our store. But again, we don't really plug our store that often. So the top three things you can get for somebody in your family off the morning skate store for Christmas. I say that not guaranteed delivery by Christmas because I don't have anything to do with that. So if you order something and it comes in after it, that's not on me. That is on you. I just told you. Come on, dude. (laughs) What is that, dude? That's how you're going to start this three stars, dude, by by telling people we don't even know if it's going to go there for Christmas? Listen, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's gonna be there for Christmas, but it will be there, and the stuff's awesome. All right. All right. So my third star, we have koozies, and they're actually pretty sick. They have like our morning skate logo, our our uh, like several different logos. Get pucks deep, pucks on net, uh, puck bunny koozies. They're only two dollars fifty cents. Like in the summer, there's nothing better than going to a concert or the beach, and you see all these noobs drinking one without a koozie. Whenever I see somebody with a koozie, I'm like, that guy came prepared. I think for two dollars and fifty cents to be to be sporting the podcast, well worth it. I don't. I'm. I'm just going. Let me. Uh, Bizdev, do you have a favorite, dude? I'm just going to the website. You have three first stars. Time. Top three things, dude. What's your third star, Dale? Um, my third star goes up to the golf polo. I think it's a good look, even in the winter time. Sometimes, you know, yeah, you, you never, you never know. Like, you got to take your jacket off in the rink. It's getting a little too hot. You whip out a nice morning skate polo embroidered that's my third song dad and just like i feel like if you were in a polo during the winter you take a coat off and you have polo like tucked yeah, in a pair of khakis yeah. it's classic. that's pretty business cash man that's true how do you have a third star yet i have a mug dude i like the mug i use i usually drink um i usually drink coffee out of it sometimes i drink red wine out of a mug i don't know why it just feels like it kind of gives me an edge dude so i the mug is nice all right, morning skate mug. Anyway, Hal, uh, my second star, because it's cold, it's winter. Guys, don't be catching a cold because you don't got a winter hat on. We have these cool winter hat pom-pom ones. We have one for 15 bucks and one for 20 bucks. To be honest, it's all about style. They both do the exact same thing, but we have different team colors too. So it has like our normal morning skate logo, but like if you're a Maple Leafs fan, we have the blue and white. If you're a Bruins fan, we got the uh, black and gold. Rangers fan, we have the blue and red. Red Wings fans, we have the red and white uh really nice really nice winter hats well made uh good stuff dude what's your second star dale uh my second star is also a koozie but it's a koozie that says block shots win ships uh, i think it's just a power move in the rank honestly yeah i don't think a lot of people know what that means and i think it's time to elaborate on it but i think block the- shots win championships 
And that's what it comes down to, dude. If you're if you're a beer leaguer and you're out there and you're battling for ice time, dude, and you 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 lay down a block shot, how I don't know if your team's this way, but like if anybody on our team ever blocks a shot, we're always we're always screaming good eat. Or you get off the bench and you like you punch the guy in the shoulder and you're like, yeah, there you go, buddy. That's my guy. Block shots do win ships. How? What's your set? Oh, wait, we're still- just just quickly worth mentioning. It's only two dollars and fifty cents. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think we're making any money on this, but probably not. But uh, yeah, it's a no-brainer. How? What's your second star? Morning skate mountain logo four inch round coaster, dude. I like coasters. I like to keep my wooden tables nice, and it's a nice graphic, dude. You know, I think as a kid, you don't use coasters because you don't really see the ramifications of your actions. But as you become an adult, a coaster is actually a huge get, dude. Like, I, I have coasters at my job because I always get an iced coffee in a plastic cup and you get it there and the, the humidity and the condensation on it just leaks water everywhere. You need a good coaster. That, Hal, that's actually a really good one. Do you know how much those are? Do you have that up right now? $3, dude. Three dollars for a coaster and no fucking rings, dude. I mean, that's the dream. Uh, my first star. I love the Zamboni sweatshirt, dude. I think this is a great idea by us. If you have, if you're wearing like block shots or like get pucks deep, people might not know what it is. But if you show up with a Zamboni sweatshirt on, people know that you like hockey and that you know you fuck. So my first star goes to the Zamboni sweatshirt. Only twenty bucks. Crew neck, dude. Crew necks are back in style. Uh, that will be my first star. Dale, what's your first star, buddy? Coming in at the first star of the Morning Skate shop goes to the Harrington Adult 8-ounce fleece vest with the Morning Skate logo. I think a fleece vest is super comfortable. It's a good look. It's, uh, it's just got a nice, nice, classy look to it. The Patagonia vests are kind of played out. Like, everybody has one of those. So. I have one. Do you have one? A Patagonia? No, I bought an Orvis one, but okay. I, I wear it all the time. I yeah. like it, but... Um, yeah, you come correct with a morning skate vest. There's nothing better than like wearing a vest. I don't know if that's like a weird thing. I, I, Hal, are you you're, a vest guy? I I'm not a huge vest. Ve- I'm not a huge vest guy, but I will say this: one of a low key nice move to do is like if you have to go to the bar in the middle of winter, right? That's a tough bid, right? Because either it's too hot in the bar with a jacket on, or you're freezing outside with the jacket off. A vest, while it doesn't give you a ton of protection, it gives you a little more warmth outside, and it's definitely tolerable inside a bar. So it's kind of a win for everybody. No, I think that's a great point. The one thing that you need with a vest is a good zipper, dude. And these guys, let's just talk about the features, dude. Die to zippers and zipper pull. Bottom hemmed with draw cord and toggles. You always want some draw cord and toggles on there. You got a back yoke, binding on the arm opening, some front zip pockets. Center front full zip closure, just in case you need to go all the way. An inside zipper is clean finished with taping, which is nice. I love a good inside zipper because that's where you can put your, your keys, your wallet, your phone so they don't have to get you have to worry about losing them they're embroidered i think that's that's a good place and for an extra five bucks you can embroider whatever you want you can embroider your name on the right chest for five bucks it's also great in pond hockey good in pond hockey all right and then how what's your first star yeah, I'm gonna end the I'm gonna end this segment on a negative note, dude. I just think if anyone needs a pop socket phone holder to hold an iPhone, then you should just get a flip phone. I don't care that we're peddling those. Like, if you want to get that out of our store, I, thank you, thank you for putting food on Ked's table, dude. But at the end of the day, dude, if you need a phone holder, it's time to grow up, Ked. I think I used to be very anti pop. What are they called? Pop sockets. Pop lock and drop it. But I got. I got an iPhone case that already has a pop socket on it, and it's actually kind of fun just to dick around with, like, popping it in and out and, like, really feeling the suction, dude. Uh, I'm kind of a pop socket guy. Plus, it doubles as a butt plug. 
It could. I mean, <laughs> it could. There's nothing like a morning skate butt plug to get you going, dude. That's, that's what we should sell, dude. We should just rebrand them, dude, and then we'd be flying off the shelves. Let me call the guy and see if he makes butt plugs, dude. I'll let you I know mean, he does, dude. It's on the back of your phone. You can't jam this in your butt, dude. <laughs> yeah, you could, dude. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, that was this week's podcast. Uh, Dale, any last words? Actually, how how Dale do this week? He's a little quieter, dude. I think we spooked him off a little bit, telling him to have more stats. I just, I think he did well when he spoke up. Definitely less blunders, but I just like to hear more from him. Yeah, Dale, Dale, where are we at on the figure skates? I talked to the boys. I had recent development with the figure skates. I am guaranteeing, that's right, I'm guaranteeing a 540 within one hour of figure skating. So if I get the figure skates, we're going to do a video, and I'm guaranteeing a 540 within one hour. 540 is one and a half turns? One and a, it's landing backwards. Yeah, it's one and a half rotation. Okay, dude, let's be honest, dude. Backwards is a 180. It's like one full rotation and then landing backwards, not yeah. a shot. All right, I can do it on skis. Why can't I do it on skates? Yeah, I was figure skated either. Figure skating is way different than regular skating, I think. That's why I need an hour. I think if I think if we're actually gonna make this interesting, then he should be able to do a seven twenty, dude. That's two full rotations, dude. Yeah, one and a half rotations. That's cool, dude. But the people might want to see two full. If you're so confident and you're one and a half, then you should be able to say. In an additional hour, you could do a seven twenty. I would argue that a five forty is more difficult to land backwards. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, but getting that, so you well, think you're landing the same way, no matter what, right? What? No, dude, because your momentum's taking you in the opposite direction. Let me think about this. You guys, no. keep... <laughs> I mean, I think, I don't know. I think, do you think you could have a chance at a 720? Or do you think I'm just overestimating? You're landing your... the exact same way, no matter what, in terms of your body. You're not. Yeah, no. it is, dude. I'll show you. Yeah. This is a 180. This is a 360. I think we should. I think we should end the podcast here with Kedges backwards on a 180 and a fuck. <sighs> All right. Well, I think I think we should wrap it up, Ked. I think you should kind of sit back and kind of rethink the whole uh, 520 versus whatever. You should re- you should rethink the 520. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. See you next week. See ya. Thank you.